Hello and welcome back. We now have section E of part 1 which is internal controls and for our first lesson on internal controls we will learn about some in internal control structure, management philosophy and some other terms. So before we get started let me tell you that we will come across some similar terms such as COSO framework, Sarbanes-Oxley Act and few other terms which you might have already learned in risk management and professional ethics section of part 2. So now let's get started with our internal controls. Let us assume you own a small store and there are only 5 employees. So it is easy for you to give them instructions and tell them all the policies and procedures about the company and monitor them as well. But if you decide to expand your store and recruit more people to work, the level of oversight becomes difficult. That's where internal controls must be put in place to ensure that the organization operates as the owner intends. Since each business and industry is different, internal control systems must be able to cater different types of challenges, but there are some basic guidelines which every internal control system has to follow. Now let us understand our most effective internal control system which is COSO internal control framework. Now COSO helps an organization to visualize three dimensions of an internal controls. Number one is why does a company have internal controls? Number two, what is internal controls? And number three is where should a company have various internal controls? Let us understand all these three one by one. So first one is why does a company should have internal controls? So basically an effective internal control ensures that the operations of a business runs effectively and efficiently while reporting of financial and non-financial reports generated by the business are reliable, timely and transparent along with the compliance with applicable laws and regulations. So there are three things which uh, every company have under their internal controls is operations, reporting and compliance. Secondly, what are internal controls? So there are five components that work together to ensure that control objectives are met. Number one is control environment. Control environment relates to the culture of the company which means leadership sets the tone for the organization. So if the leadership is ethical, the entire organization will follow that. Second one is risk assessment. A company should assess their process and business periodically to identify any kind of risk to be competent. Third is control activities. We need to make sure that all accounting systems should ensure proper recording of business transaction otherwise it will lead to various consequences. Fourth is information and communication. This process makes sure that every information should be captured and communicated accurately, efficiently and securely throughout the organization. Fifth one is monitoring activities. Uh, it is one of the most important part to make sure whether all the internal control systems are working properly or not and also it helps a company to keep updating their controls in relation with the changes in any kind of business. Third one, our third question is where should a company have various internal controls? So nowadays companies have multiple departments and every department needs a different set of internal controls. That's why companies should put internal controls at four different levels. One is organization wide. There, sh there should be an internal controls which should be on organization level. 
second it should be on divisional level third it should be on operating unit and four at functional level such as every departmental level such as accounting marketing information technology etc now that we have understood what internal control is let's understand about its policies for safeguarding and insurance we all know that no internal control system is perfect which means internal control systems cannot protect an organization completely because there will be some risk which will occur even after taking all the measures but yes there are some guidelines which an organization can follow to design effective internal controls first one is control which means that internal control system should protect a firm's asset and make sure that whatever data is getting generated are reliable and accurate so that it provides better information second one is compatibility as i said earlier also that there are various industries and every industry requires a different type of internal control system so that it fits according to the requirement of the organization that's why company needs to customize their internal control systems according to their needs third one is flexibility which means that as the company starts expanding internal control becomes complex to deal with for a single person say for example if the company is small it is easy for the cfo to approve every budget and check every budget before approving it but as the company starts growing it will become a difficult task for the cfo to approve each and every budget for every department that's where department supervisors will need to be given authority to approve their budgets fourth one is cost benefit yes it is true that internal control systems benefits an organization in numerous ways but at the same time it is expensive to implement such controls within an organization that's where an organization needs to think which areas are required to implement internal control systems and which area do not require it so that they can save a lot of money while implementing internal control systems so these are the four basic guidelines an organization can follow to design effective internal controls but also they can design some of their own uh, sets of rules to make their internal control systems more effective now let's move on and talk about personal controls now personal controls basically deals with three things which are hiring training and job rotation and mandatory vacations also hiring deals with finding the right person for the job by doing various background checks such as testing his or her skills educational qualifications and other methods according to company policies and to make sure that the employee is trustworthy and competent second is training training as we all know is all about using the company's resources to train and develop the knowledge and skills of their employees so that they are always up to date with the changes across the industry and it also gives them benefits over other competitors job rotation and mandatory vacations are also important why because uh, working in the same place for too long can become a boring task for the employee that's why temporary change of department or the job position which we call as cross training helps employee to increase their knowledge of the company and it also helps to continue the work in absence of other employee another benefit of job rotation is identification of fraud or any kind of error so when an employee changes their post or work in place of someone else there are high chances of finding any kind of error or fraud or unacceptable activities 
Also, vacations are compulsory to maintain the efficiency of the employee, otherwise it will affect the employee's performance. Now there are two more terms which comes under internal control policy. First is safeguarding asset. It is important for every organization to protect their assets so that they can have advantage over their competitors. And it is not compulsory that these assets should be physical only. As we are moving towards digital world, there are a lot of intellectual property and customer information which a company needs to protect. That's why organizations deploy various security measures to safeguard their assets. Second is segregation of duties. The main purpose of this is to reduce the risk of errors or frauds. For example, if only one employee is taking care of all the transactions happening across an organization, there is a high chance of error or fraud because he or she can easily manipulate the accounting books or they can easily manipulate the transactions and use it for their own financial benefits and no one will be able to notice because they are the only person who is taking care of all the reporting and everything but uh, and also while handling too much of data it is possible that the employee might make mistakes while interpreting the data and they can provide wrong information that's why it is necessary to segregate duties to various employees so that the business operations can be carried out smoothly in this podcast we learned about internal control policies and procedures and the how the internal control structures are implemented in our next podcast we will learn some more topics about internal control such as risks corporate governance and other terms